So let's let's get into things. So for the people who don't know who you are, can you please just give us your your quick quick little two minute spiel? Like who is Dre? Who is Dre? <laughs> uh, so right now I uh, run the bar at uh, By Joe, and so uh, keep that place bumping. Keep uh, keep it cool. Keep it relevant. And what's uh, By Joe? Uh, By Joe is cocktail bar downtown in the Ice District in the Mercer Warehouse, and uh, I don't know the Mercer Warehouse is full of uh, young, inspired, entrepreneurial uh, people. And I think that, uh, like, Baijo is a perfect space to go in to this building that's already so lively and so much going on in it. And so many people have come out of this building and done so many amazing things. And so for uh, us to have a cocktail bar where everyone can go down and share a, a nice cocktail after work is, is really nice. And, and also, it's a... Uh, it's sort of a different vibe than what the so, Edmonton's used to for for vibes for cocktail bars. Uh, and and I have to completely agree with that. Like the like the energy you guys were able to create in that room is like more so like a modern like hip hop um, almost like roots based thing while obviously delivering some awesome cocktails and food that pair with it. So it's like a great totally place that has energy. If you're looking for something a little bit more faster pace or a little bit more energy yeah. and then, but you still have some really awesome food that you can talk to people and have a good time. Absolutely. And people like they loved those places always, but sometimes a lot of the time, uh, if you were to go to like a more upscale cocktail bar, people would make an event out of it. Whereas like this is just, it's more relaxed. Like you, you know, I might be wearing my backwards hat and my sweats and I, but I still really want a Manhattan right now and uh, you know it's it's sort of more accepting vibe you don't have to be uh, it's not like a fancy occasion all the time when you come there and and it's actually allowing more people who weren't cocktail drinkers before didn't think they were to just come and just uh, cool Dope. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. Dope. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. So tell me, you mentioned just before one of your businesses, um, Speak Tiki. Tell me a little bit about that. So, uh, <clears throat> sorry. So uh, Speak Tiki is a uh, cocktail pop-up uh, based out of Edmonton. There's uh, myself uh, from Baijo, uh Nick Mack from uh, Woodwork, Natasha Trosdale from uh, Clementine, and also Baijo, and then uh, Warren Johnson, uh, who works up at Startup Edmonton. And so we've been doing this for about uh, four years now, and uh, throwing up, throwing our own events, and uh, like sort of getting Edmonton to know the tiki vibe, and and, and have uh, out of pineapples, out of coconuts, uh, you know, with parrots on your shoulder, like <laughs> trying to, awesome. try to be super pretentious, that it can be totally uh, an art form. And right, so especially yeah. in Edmonton, like where you know, you know in the cold, walk, walk outside, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, a vibe that that feels like you know, even though it's middle of February, you could wear uh, shorts if you and, and, yeah. and feel like feel like you're you know about to set sail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is, is rum the key the key spirit when it comes to tiki? When it comes to tiki, rum is the key. Started this business, uh, rum was my rum was my thing. So that's that's kind of just that's me. awesome. Oh man, there's there's some good uh, some good like top notch ones. You know, there's the Ron Milch, but then there's also uh, you know something that's just so, so simple as much as like the the plantation white rum, which people associate white rum with being like like pretty stiff and strong, but this plantation's full of tropical notes that like actually 
like changes the the rum game itself you know totally so, yeah like because because like like a my background's jamaican so yeah. jamaica is a big totally. advocate for rum and yeah, some j ray some totally some and, and, and one of the biggest rums out there is is ray and nephew and ray so and nephew. whenever you mix your drinks and you have that ray we call it like ray yeah. like, oh man yeah <laughs> you yeah. got to be ready you got to be prepared for ray to come join that party so <laughs> and honestly that rum is delicious like if you're able to handle it like by just sipping on it that so, it's a great rum so. oh a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I use it too often. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things, and you kind of mentioned, there's there's a lot of like almost not so much stigmas, but there's a lot of like when it comes to cocktails, a lot of people have a lot of like I guess pre preconceived notions. How does one first get into cocktails, or how do you say someone should approach cocktails? I think just like coming coming to like these cocktail bars and 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 actually like like sitting at the bar i think like sometimes people will walk into the cocktail uh or like like our cocktail bars and, and be like oh i want a table right away mm-hmm. but uh you know i think sit at the bar and like and, and watch us and, and and ask questions and and maybe if you go into the liquor store to, to get that that bottle of uh rum or gin or try something different because people have just been so like uh they just have the brands that they know, you know, like the Bombay and the Captain Morgan. But like, why not try that like Ransom Gin or that that uh, that Brugal Extra Dry Rum? Like, like try it and completely, and it'll actually change your mind about how uh, what is goes into cocktails. Totally. And, and yeah, it's a huge, huge, huge industry. It's insane. Com- so. And I, and I think that's, that's that's so true just because, you know, like like when I first and I am so fascinated and love um, cocktails just because I, I kind of see cocktails as being almost like, you know, like recipes almost and recipes in respect to like baking. So like based on the, the components, based on the spirits, based on the flavors that um, the bartenders or the chefs kind of put together, <laughs> it just creates like a whole different experience, which is so dope. And it, and it keeps things fresh. And different and unique absolutely like uh you, you know all the time on our menu we have like a dealer's choice saying you know you can come and you can get whatever you want really yeah and i actually enjoy doing that more than just making you know the, the same, same cocktail yeah. cocktail like, don't get me wrong the, all the cocktails are, are amazing on the menu but uh at, at this point now i've probably made up like you know, a thousand cocktails in my life. And, and as you go, you taste it. You maybe, oh, it needs more sweetness. It needs more bitterness. Try it like that. It's, it's crazy. You know, I couldn't make a soup at all at home, like yeah. on my own, but I could make a hell of a cocktail. That's so, yeah, right? that's so <laughs> fascinating. Yeah. And that kind of like, yeah. that leads to like, sort of like a question that I have is like, like how, do, how have you refined your taste to like, does taste play a big role in building cocktails? And like, how do you get better at your taste absolutely well like first of all you have to you you can't just like throw in you can but you can't just throw in whatever you want all the time you got to understand the basics and like it comes back to like knowing your classic cocktails yeah and uh knowing like the formulas for making those cocktails and that's what will allow you to use those formulas and then okay well you can add something here and something here to replace this and it'll become something that you couldn't have imagined but totally but blows people's minds right so 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 what okay so what would you so like everyone here that's probably like likely listening like they're not cocktail 
experts, nor do they maybe don't really have a refined palate. So what would you like recommend them to do to get a better understanding of like, hey, is this cocktail good or is it bad? Like, how would you approach that ultimately? I think you can just, uh, you know, when I first started, I really just wanted like a really sweet cocktail. And some people do like, right. Or like I was just making really sugary, like fuzzy peach, like cocktail. I thought it was amazing, but really like, if you think about it, that's like, so it's not balanced. And I would say just like, uh, focus on, on balance and, uh, think about the the formulas of the drinks, you know, like you want sugar to balance out the sweetness or uh, sugar to balance out like the citrus. Yeah. And you don't, you want it to be something that you can just like really sip very easily on with good body. And it it takes time to to understand. Yeah. So that's cool. So when you, when you describe balance, that kind of means that like if I'm sipping a cocktail and just based on my own flavor preference, if I find it too sour, then kind of it's like not balanced to my flavor profile or if I to find your, it too sweet you might not like sweet. it but someone honestly might like it like everyone yeah. likes something different and to like but to be able to understand when someone's like okay can you make something like this that takes time like to to be able to throw flavors together especially like with at Baijo, you know the amount of bottles that we do have totally to, to be able to know how each of those bottles tastes and to you know, you can throw in a bar spoon or something like that, or you could throw in a whole ounce of it. And, <laughs> but like some people don't know what these things taste like. So that takes time to understand that kind of stuff. But totally just uh, like come, like I said, come to our cocktail bars and ask to taste these things even on their own. And we will let you try. Yeah. And that's, that's the fastest way to do it because we have access to it. You don't have to go to the liquor store and buy every bottle to taste it. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good way to kind of like almost like, I guess you could say centralize what you're tasting. Things, so then when you take those notes, you can identify and like, oh, this is an awesome cocktail. I like this flavor. Exactly, so yeah. It allows you to speak to that. Wicked, wicked. So being a bartender, I can imagine you meet hundreds of people oh, yeah. <laughs> a week um, and hundreds of people, shoot, thousands of people in a month. Oh, yeah. um, what's that experience like? And, and is that something that you enjoy being a bartender or being behind the bar? Absolutely. Like that's actually like, well, that's, it has to be like if... <laughs> If that's not your reason to like be almost behind a bar, then then you're you might be <laughs> you're in trouble. You're, you're you're <laughs> yeah, you know what? You can be like a like a really smart bartender and like read all the books in the world and like know way more than the next person. But if you're not like good at like showing people like a fun time and being like, you know what? That was that was rad. Like yeah, uh, then then I think you're in it for like the wrong reason. Like as far as being a bartender, you can be total bartender if you have a like you're not a very sociable person but yep. stick to that because like people will come back time and time and time again and uh that's the most important thing as well there. totally because like i guess ultimately like people want the experience and like i'm like i'm an extroverted guy so like what i love to do is i love sitting you know by the wood and i love to see like the, the bartenders build the cocktails and then just engage them like what's that what are you doing what's that why did he spray that what does that mist do what do you mean to miss the absence was that is it gonna make me high <laughs> like what's going on here yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like i i yeah. love like going back and forth and I'm I've always been curious if that has been something that's I mean that must be like I, I'm, I know I'm not the only one who does that there must be a ton of people who do that and when you do meet a thousand people in one week like that must be crazy oh yeah <laughs> well, like you know like you're kind of numb to it now that you're just making like you know I could be making like 
like six cocktails all at once and like you know there's like you know there's people mo- watching you and and whatnot but but it's so natural now and if people ask you questions one on what type of bitters that you're using like that that's not uh like that's not medicine you're putting in it's it's well it is but like <laughs> like it's it's such a good feeling to educate people like please sit at the wood like i said yeah. more and more people need to be okay with sitting at the bar and trying to be like okay we'll start here and move to a table totally just stay there and and for the people who have no clue about that you said that word bitters what, what like what are bitters uh bitters just kind of bind a cocktail together so you could have have uh, uh, bitters uh, with high proof alcohol or bitters made with gl- glycerin and it kind of just like uh, takes certain flavors of, of uh, spirits that you're putting together and kind of uh, like puts them together like uh, creates a, a bind and let's That's say cool. you want a rye cocktail with uh, some sweet vermouth yeah you know those dark uh, rich cherry spicy notes yeah maybe you go really good with a coffee bitters or something orange to give it some life that's you cool so and, and, and I guess that, that almost like a seasoning almost exactly, <laughs> like it is the bartender seasoning right yeah like that's that's, that's that's what they are that's super that's super wicked and I, and I yeah. guess that just allows you guys just to then bottom line then even to build a whole another little array of um, flavor profiles and depth absolutely. into drinks around that absolutely like like, you know, everyone has, every bartender even has their, like, go-to bitters, like, that they'll they'll use. And, and if uh, you can, uh, like, I'll go back and use, like, a, like a Peychaud's bitters time and time again. And Angostura is just, like, overall has taken over the entire world as being the number one bitters. And, like, mm-hmm. if you can do that, then you've done your job as bitters. Like, it, 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 the flavors that go into it... Uh, you know, sometimes there's bitters out there that are like, uh, you know, like celery, and then chances are most of the time, yeah, you won't be able to use those in every drink because they kind of taste really weird. Yeah, but you know, it'd be great with tequila and and like grapefruit and like adding that like vegetal high note to it. So if totally, you know, if you know where to use it, yeah, then you can make that drink pop like like crazy. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So um, me and you have had many conversations about your um, sort of like activities and sort of the culture of bartending, yeah. and I was wondering if you could just like sort of speak to a little about the culture of bartending in reference to sort of the competitions or even to some of like I guess whether the festivals or large-scale events um, where you went out and visited and checked them out firsthand totally well like it's actually insane how uh, big the world of uh, cocktail bartending has gotten since I started in 2014 you know like I came back from I was living like in the Caribbean and came back to Edmonton and applied, applied at uh, Woodwork and uh, you know didn't have you know any cocktail experience at all and uh, at that time there was only like a couple of cocktail bars really so yeah. so and this is back in when like what year uh, 2014 okay yeah so uh, for for me to look at what it was like then to what it, what it is now is insane like it's actually like like probably like 50 times as many people Holy in it now and it's crazy but but it just goes to show like it, it takes so, like a long 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 time to learn these things like every day I still learn 
about something new totally. and how to do something differently and how to make this taste that way. So, and, and sorry, tell us, tell us a quick little story. Like how, I'm curious, what was your, what was that like after? So when you got hired by, you mentioned woodwork and then, um, started doing cocktails like what yeah. was that like like what was what was step one <laughs> in learning and penetrating this world of cocktails step one is just like don't be scared and make make as many drinks as you can at one time really <laughs> just be fast and don't be slow yeah work hard but uh like also like care about the cocktails and and it really helps to uh have a good teacher really like yeah. really like, the thing that was like what helped me out the most is uh having a few good teachers and mm -hmm. uh you know like you can go really anywhere now and like get like a, a cocktail but uh those people who may maybe made it they don't have someone to like teach them totally. and if they do maybe they teach them for one day but not every day so like uh having like a good mentor on a daily basis will just like make you better and better inspire, inspire you more and more and more wicked and so there's more and more of those people now which is making it like the industry is so big in the last five years insane. yeah so t tell me a little about some of the competitions like have you entered in any competitions yeah like definitely uh, like one of my first competitions was only like six months after uh i started back Whoa. in 2014 and so okay pretty, pretty quickly you know yeah definitely uh had like my shaky two feet uh, in you know, <laughs> yeah whatever totally. but like uh i think like go back to uh speaking and talking at the bar and just making people feel comfortable yeah if you can like compete and like like throw a joke in and, and whatever like your drink could be like subpar and yeah. you probably won't win but at least like those people had a great time good laughs and chances are you'll get like just points for that yeah so like if you're gonna compete uh like personality plays per a big role personality plays a big role and uh there's you know there's more and more cocktail competitions going up now so uh if if you can uh have like the best of both worlds, make a good cocktail and yeah. have personality, then you're gonna go far. Yeah. And, and for people who have never even knew or heard of these <laughs> cocktail competitions, yeah. what is that process like? Like, are you mixing a whole bunch of drinks and then everyone's just drinking them and then they get to try them? Or Everything, is there judges? Yeah. Like, what, what's the what's the process behind Everything that? Everything is unique, you know? There's been, I've been, like I said, I've done maybe like, hmm, myself, like five cocktail competitions. Okay. Some of them had had different formats than others. Yeah. Uh, the first one I had was, I just had to make Make uh, one cocktail with this specific spirit to showcase this specific spirit, and uh, it was you know pretty straightforward. Whereas I've done competitions where you know I go, I don't have to uh, prepare anything. I go and they take a box and they open it up and they're like, you have to make a drink with this in <laughs> six minutes, and you have to make five of them, and, and you know so and like, like all the ingredients, all of the like the spirit, like you didn't know what was going on, so you just have to make, I yeah. mean, make do of what you, you have. That's make, crazy. Make yeah, so. At that point, it's anyone's game, really. Like, totally. obviously, the more knowledge you have on how these flavors go together yep. will make your cocktail probably taste better. Yep. So that that goes a long way, like as as far as being a chef. Yeah. And which which style do you enjoy the most of that, or find it finest? Or? Like like format. Yeah. Like uh, actually, like we're hosting a cocktail competition at uh, Baijo tomorrow, and uh, okay, like, dope. First time that I've actually organized my own. Yeah. And uh, you know 
getting some of the best cocktail bartenders from across Edmonton. And uh, when they asked me, like, what parameters, uh, what they are, yeah. I just said, you know what, like, honestly, there's not many parameters other than using the spirit, knowing the spirit, using the bitters. Yeah, what is this, the what is it, what is the spirit? Uh, we're using uh, Michter's uh, whiskey. So there's about nope. four different types of whiskey. And then we're also using uh, Token Bitters. Yeah, shout out to Mitcher and shout out to Token Bitters. Yeah, yeah, shout, yeah shout out, yeah. <laughs> Respect, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so... Uh, I just told the bartenders, you know, like no, no parameters. Make make your drink as as interesting as you possibly can, because I think that that showcases the the spirit the best. Yeah. Showcases the bitters the best, instead of uh, you know, sort of being put on the spot. That's all fun and, and whatnot, like being put on the spot, and making something. Yeah. But I don't think that actually like shows the the bartenders like true potential. Yep. And what they can create and. Uh, uh, you know, these bartenders are—they can like blow your mind sometimes. So like, totally. let, let them like make the best thing. That if they—if they have to let something, you know, uh, sit for two weeks or something, so it tastes a certain way. Let them like give them time, and that's wicked. Yeah. So like, you want—I want the cocktails to be the best that they can tomorrow. Yep. So whoever put in the most effort just honestly deserves to win. Totally. Yeah. And so, is, are they making these cocktails for? a panel of people for judges or is it just like I don't know people's choice and so everyone gets to sample it and then so they vote on it like what's what's that personally, like I've never seen the people's choice thing I've always just had a panel which I think is smarter just because yep. you know there's there's marking sheets usually it's out of like a hundred or something like that so it doesn't come yeah. too close you need to want in a popularity contest like no. most people who brought the most friends down then exactly. they win yeah, yeah no it's it, it's it's about the effort you put in totally you know like uh, I have a thing where like I think I'm uh, pretty good like talking behind the bar yeah but uh, the cocktail conversions uh, that I've entered in I've also just kind of like winged it yeah and <laughs> okay and it's it's fine but like I like you know you think you're so good at talking at the bar but then you like get up to you get up to the bar and then you, you honestly you forget shit and I forget shit most of the time so even like in this next competition I'm giving people advice I'm like remember what you're gonna say Okay. At least, like at least, like recite it or something like that, so that, so that you know, because you like chances are, unless you're like some superhero, you're gonna get like some sort of jitters. So uh, totally. So someone who might not be the most personable person in the world, if he recited it ten times, he's probably gonna nail it. Totally. Right. So versus uh, just winging it right just, in the moment. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a difference between you working a shift, you know, nailing out drinks behind the bar, and then 50 people all staring at you, it's looking insane. at you, mixing every drink and every component. It's insane. You're making me nervous. <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's honestly insane. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I feel so comfortable, like, knowing that 10 eyes are on me when we're open and, and I'm mixing a whole bunch of cocktails. I don't care. Yeah. But as soon as it's like, you know, yeah, like, it's it's all on you now. Like, totally. what do you have to say? <laughs> then then it gets a little bit. So, yeah, the jitters will come, like, pretty much no matter what. But yep. if you, uh, you know, just make sure you know what you're, you're saying and talking to the judges usually about like three to four judges totally then uh then you know, kind of work through, and everyone and everyone that's tuning on the live, this this figure that keeps on walking past on the camera is Keenan Pascal. So shout out to Keenan Pascal. Yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Token Bitters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's wicked. So then tomorrow, 
Um, I'm curious. So you said this competition is tomorrow night? It is tomorrow Can night. people still come? Are there tickets? How, if someone's interested in coming, how does that work? Yeah, it'll be at By Joe. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, space is uh, limited. First come, first serve? First come, first serve. But uh, it's going to be a really cool event. Uh, first time at By Joe hosting a cocktail competition. Oh, shit. Some of the best cocktail bartenders in the city. Actually, like looking at the lineup, uh, it's, it's kind of funny because... And how many people? Uh, there'll be seven people competing. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of funny because like, you look at the lineup and, and this lineup doesn't happen like too often. Like mo- oh. uh, there's like uh, there's a lot of different levels of like sorry like I guess levels but of bartenders. But like yeah, these all these guys who are competing have, have been in it for a while and and so it's it's pretty exciting to see what they're all gonna make and. Uh, you know, even I'm nervous. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And just like I'm sure, just like anything with any competition, there are levels, right? There totally. are people who stand above everyone else. Absolutely. And there's people who take it, you know, obviously a little bit more serious than everyone else. And so, I mean, just like anything, there's this I competition. I think it will just make everything more interesting, but doesn't go to say that like like that uh, you know person who's only been bartending for uh, a few months doesn't yep. mean that they're going to blow out of the out of the water, you know? Because, it, like I said, it's it's how much time you put into it. Totally. And how much preparation goes into it. So yeah, yeah. not wicked. So um, as we kind of come closer to the end here, I'm very curious, and actually I would love to hear this because I, I don't know. Do you have any hmm, almost like top ten, top five things not to do when coming to a cocktail, or not, or coming to a, a bar tender and requesting something? Requesting something, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Do you get like, and I'm, I'm, I'm like almost shelving this in the same space that, like, when you hear DJs, like DJs always come with a plan, and they have a plan of what they're doing, what they're delivering in terms of their music. And when you come in, like, oh hey, can you play this song? They're like, no, you cannot play this song because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. I'm curious. Do you ever get like weird requests, or do you get people who show your phone like, hey, can you make me this? And you're like, what? <laughs> Surprisingly, that doesn't happen too often. It's happened, okay. and I don't know. If I have like a top 10 but there's I would say like the the best thing for like that person to do is to just actually like I put actually like a quote at the top of the menu uh, by Joe it's called by NOS and it uh, just says like like uh, trust your judgment like live with it and love love it like and so just, okay. just come and just like try like try something new and like and and uh, just trust that it'll be okay don't don't have that same thing that you had like a hundred times like totally. it's okay to like love like like I love a good Sazerac but you know if I'm, I'm if I'm sitting somewhere where like can, I can come and have something that's like handcrafted for me and how I'm feeling that day maybe I'm pissed off that like Trump won the election I want like a you know like, like something stiff to like like put me at ease and realize that <laughs> totally. you know, like so so let that bartender like make something for you for for that specific day yeah then try that thing next that you always have or whatever but and that's wicked too so i I guess like to be honest you kind of work with people based on how they feel so if someone's feeling in a party mood maybe they need something more fresh and uplifting and someone's in a in kind of a crappy mood maybe something a little bit boozy to shift their focus and get them in a more eccentric happy manner yeah the more experience i think you can get the thing the like the shorter like uh, descriptions you can go by if someone comes in and they're like i don't know like maybe when I just started you'd be like oh well I don't know what to make you but if someone's like oh like I don't know something like uh, like sexy and and on fire you're like you're like you know what I know I 
I know, I know seven drinks I can make you right now. So totally. Yeah. That's so fun. actually I'm, I'm very curious though. What kind of like descriptions have you gotten in reference to someone trying to describe the drink they want? Oh man. Like has someone really said like I want something sexy that's on fire? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. People have been like, I want, you know, like something that's like 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 a sweet like luscious woman inside <laughs> like you know like laying on on a on like a black sand beach at 6 a.m you know you'd be like you know what i actually have a couple of them so <laughs> that is wicked <laughs> yeah by now i could I, I have a few of those so but, yeah but yeah like uh Maybe try and keep it a little bit simpler than that, but totally like keep it to like flavor profiles. Like flavor I want something profiles. sweet. I want yeah. something not sweet. I want something sour, not sour. Like. Exactly. <laughs> that that's easier and like what spirit you want. But <laughs> but you know I enjoy asking questions to hear like what what they want and uh, totally. I think uh, the more adventurous you can be, like then you'll learn more and more about cocktails. As far as being like oh like no I don't want that. Like try and be adventurous. Like. You know, someone, you're like, oh, I don't like rum. But then you make them something with rum that they couldn't have imagined. And they're like, wow, like, usually I don't like this. But so if you can do that, then you've done your job. Wicked, wicked. So, Dre, I just want to appreciate and show thank you and love for coming down and having a quick little chat about cocktails and the love for cocktails. Thanks for having me. And um, where can people find you? Like, are you on Facebook? You on Instagram? What's... Yeah, yeah. uh, You could follow me at Fifty Shades of Dre with a Y at the end uh, on uh, Facebook, Andre Van Bobber. Uh, Gave myself that name when I was 20, so most people think it's my actual last name now, (laughs) but it's not. (laughs) It's okay, though. But, uh, yeah, you can find me on there. And, uh, you know, if you, uh, to meet all your cocktail needs, you can just come see me at Baijo and uh, I'll make you a sweaty, hot, <laughs> beachy sun cocktail any day of the week. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah. So uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. And, yeah, this is another episode of 360 Chat with Just Bobby T. Thank you for tuning in to Getting 360 with Just Bobby T you are on Facebook Live, I would really appreciate if you hit that share button. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, I would love it and appreciate it and would have so much respect if you could leave a rating. So many more podcasts to come and I appreciate you guys listening. Peace.